All right, we're welcoming to Black Girl from Eugene. We're starting. So, okay, so I don't know that it's obvious for everyone because here's the audio, but um, Kakai and I are both black. Oh. <laughs> we're both black. Unapologetically. Right, right. Now, you were born, now you, tell us about, okay, first, my parents and his life and my life, we were talking about the way that we grew up. Yes. Um, very different than the average Yes. Uh, you know, the knowledge stream that came through our households are very different yes. from the average. Yes. And, um, and so the way that we grew up and the conversations we were having with our parents and the things that we were doing with our families were just something that wasn't average. Right. <laughs> and our families have developed as we've grown older into being community uh, uh, really leaders in lots of different ways. Um, and we wanted to get together and talk about what the household looks like. <laughs> You know, in our in our uh, households and black households, we have different conversations. And right. this these households, we had even deeper conversations. I would say, you know, but we're going to talk about that. And um, because there's there's some very similar things that went on for us, and there's some very different things went on for us. But here we are landing in the same space. True. Right. True. 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 So um, so let's go. <laughs> okay. So so your parents, y'all were you were were you. They're all in Alaska, right? First of all, I didn't even know black folks were in Alaska. I'm just gonna be real. I'm sorry. It's I, true. I, I, I hear you. I it's hear true. You. I hear you. I hear you. Yes, and that is that's the first reaction. Right. Is like, whoa, wait a minute. You from Alaska? <laughs> How? How? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So, <laughs> most of the times, whatever I'm saying has to go through a couple of filters. Right. So you can speak truth and be easy and just say it plain mm -hmm. and then the people around you don't understand anything. Right. Okay? Right. Right. So if you are steeped in the culture of individualism, then how are there black people in, a, in, in Alaska? The answer normally gets rejected out of hand. Mm-hmm. The reason why there are black people in Alaska is it was the least racist place that we could find in America. Oh, really? Oh, well, yeah, we talked about that diversity there. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's a part of the second wave of the Great Migration. So then our white friends and family say, well, what is the Great Migration? Mm -hmm. Well, there was this thing called the KKK, and it was tearing up black people's tails in the South, and so they didn't want to stay there and just keep getting lynched as if it was a natural order of things, because right. it wasn't the natural order of things. It was what these psychotic white people were choosing to do. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. So um, in the first wave out of the, uh, which is like represented by the Great Depression mm -hmm. people who got born, so this is Dr. King and them. They got sent to the north, so Detroit. Their children grew, and then they said, this still ain't good enough, right. and went to Alaska. Mm -hmm. So I'm born in the early 70s, or basically mid-70s, 1974. Mm -hmm. Economically in Alaska, you have this thing called the oil pipeline. Right. So... The conditions of this oil pipeline in the subarctic are of such that when they tried to bring out of you, who are, okay, so down here in Alaska, right? So this is like Alaska. So the pipeline is coming from Prudhoe Bay down over here to a port. Right. Okay, down over here to a port, right? 
This is 61 degrees latitude. We're at 45. It's 100 degrees here. Yeah. Right. It's negative 15 here. It's like negative 87. Okay, the conditions, well, I, y'all. I can't even. Right? <laughs> then they got these things called trade winds that split on this thing called the globe. And oh. so now they call those Chinooks. They have oh. a name for these winds. Right. Right, Chinooks. So okay. Respect on it. Right, 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 right. So the conditions were so bad that when they took native people from here to come up and help with the pipeline, the native people got out there. Three days. Take me back home. Okay. Well, okay. They said, we're not working out here. Why? 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 So, okay. So, if you were crazy enough to work on the pipeline, right. they didn't care if you were Samoan, Japanese, right. black. Yeah. They didn't care. If you're going to do negative 80, let's go, come on out here. $10,000 a month in 1975. In 1975. 76. Yeah. Okay. That's why you have black people. <laughs> Alaska, they were actually able to share resources with black people. Second, the native people in Alaska aren't on reservations. Mm -hmm. So the level of broken person that we see or that the uh, um, that uh, is normalized here yeah. in Lower 48 isn't the same back home. What did you just call it? You called the lower 48? The low, that's our Alaskan term right there. Yes, yeah, so the, the lower 48. Okay. So number 49, we came in consciously. Yeah, oh, so that's how that goes. Okay. Oh, yes. All right. Hawaii's even got more attitude. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I know. I know. We hate Texas because y'all think y'all big. Y'all ain't big. We big. We swallow y'all up. Right. <laughs> And we got minerals. Minerals. You got minerals. We got oil. We got minerals. What y'all is? Oh, we really? got all kind of smash to Texas. Louisiana <laughs> like, too. Oh really? Oh yeah. Y'all oh. think they oil? Not oh, yeah. oil? Oh, no, no, no. We can fund America's oil problems for twenty years without even leaving Alaska. Right. <laughs> so this is how this is how this, this is the attitude. Oh yes. I don't know about it. Look at all the things we didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> shadow of the sun and how the earth right. is made so it'll go two three months without having night is that what it, or having, having days day. having days no right. sunshine so it's like midnight all the time for like 64 you didn't years. live there though that's not what you I were barrel, no, okay. I was in Anchorage Anchorage is a port city down at the bottom okay warm water so yeah, yeah. of Alaska um it is a majority minority city Right. So you got 140, 160,000 white people, and everybody else, just like America, is made up of all these other different kinds of people of color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, um. But I want to say, but when you say people of color, you got to talk about who you're talking about. Okay. Because it ain't the same people of color everyone down here. Correct, correct, correct. So, what it is, is going to be Sudanese or Hmong who are not choosing to assimilate. Mm -hmm. People of color right here in the Rogue Valley or in Oregon. It, it really, the way that Oregon tries to like look at race or something is, is like a cultural anthropologist. Mm -hmm. And so now we're going to try and find some objectical 
uh, way of measuring this is going to be how much melanin you happen to have. So are you a 50%, are you 60%, right. are you 22%? And then biological diversity somehow becomes ethnic or cultural diversity. Mm -hmm. And that's not the same thing. Mm -hmm. So when I'm talking about quote unquote persons of color or communities of color in Alaska, I'm talking about a fully intact functioning culture of Sudanese people, right. 3,000, right. that right. are trying to act white. They're, they don't even think of this idea that whiteness is universal humanity. That, that, see, and that, to me, is something I've never actually seen, and I, and I can't even really imagine it. <laughs> Honestly, yes. to be honest, like, to be very clear and honest, it's like, they're not even concerned about, now, I mean, you know, obviously I've lived in community where, you know, commu black community, but but there's a, but if we're here in the lower right. 48, right. we are dealing with each other in proximity to whiteness. Like yes. we're dealing with how we have to deal with white, white people, people. Yes. at all times. Yes. So you're saying this is not a reality, yeah. but it, that's what I'm saying. I, all right, right, right. So that's all now. That goes back to Native people. They set the tone. If you okay, so you got Anchorage and outside of Anchorage, Eagle River, which is like the white suburb uh -huh. of Anchorage. I mean, yeah. So they don't want to really live with white people, being black people. Right. So they don't like Anchorage because Anchorage has too many people of color. Uh huh. And then right outside of that is Kluna. Kluna uh -huh. is native land. Okay. And there's a mountain and everything. So on native land, for example, because boarding school just happened one generation ago. If a white person is traveling and they need to get gas, they'll stop and look at them like, how long are you going to be here? Right. <laughs> don't stick around. Really? Yes. I love it. I don't want my father, my father remembers this. Right. And I don't want to have to deal with them being triggered for the next week. So don't go to the restaurant. Get your stuff here and keep going. So saying that to white folks, the native folks there are saying, yes. my, my father will be triggered by your presence. Yes. Move along. Yes. Right yes, yeah. that's called sovereignty. They don't even deal with the state government. They deal with the federal government. If the state government tries to mess with them on their sovereign land in Alaska over some white person, that white person learns white supremacy doesn't have anything to do with this 80 million square miles. Right, right. Your arguments about humanity, you quoting Nelson Mandela, don't mean nothing to this Yupik, to this right. Nupiak, to this Inuit, to this Athabascan, to this Dinah, to this Aliyu. So all of those folks, all of those those uh, uh, indigenous groups there, yes. are all sovereign in that same way? Yes. That's beautiful. There's 12 corporations, native corporations, they get federal contracts. There is a native hospital because of what? Well, there was this thing called the Iditarod. Why did you have the Iditarod? Because there was this thing called this pandemic, 1918. Mm -hmm. And there were people getting flu. In right. Nome. In Nome at the top. Yeah. So they had to get serum from the bottom, Anchorage, to Nome. And so they had a dog sled that went up to provide the serum. Right. Now, the native chieftains are sitting up there saying, if you white people weren't here, right. we wouldn't be we having this problem. experience. Yes. So now they have their own hospital where they don't charge native people who are having issues. Beautiful. This is beautiful. Right. Yeah. And you know what? The white people, 140 to 160,000 white people in Anchorage, yeah. tolerate that. They learn that they are human beings like other human beings and we do not have to live up to their standard of humanity. It don't have to make sense to them right 
why I'm choosing to be Yupik and not what you consider to be shared space. There is no shared space in your whiteness. Right, right, right. There right. is no shared space in your white supremacy. And the white folks there understand that due to the fact that the way that, that there you have people who are refusing to try and assimilate. That's right. That's right. I, I, to me, it's beautiful. Yes. And I don't think it's understood that that's within the United States. True. Right? True. And so when you come from that kind Dang, of space. Dang, why is to be so cold? Okay, sorry. Uh, okay. So <laughs> when you come from that kind of space and you're a white person who grows up knowing that you are on stolen land. You are reinforced. That is reinforced. Every time there is the Alaska Federation of Natives who come to town and for the next couple of days, your culture does not matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay? When um, Native elder get up and for the first two minutes they speak in their native tongue, as a white person, you sit there and listen. Right. And when that native elder wants to come into English, yeah. they come into English and you get to hear for a while, but you're not the center at all time and you can't enforce I can't hear. You can't go Karen or Ken. You gotta learn how to control yourself. <laughs> you can't go yourself. Karen, Ken, Craig, not well, you. Know, you gotta that. learn how to control yourself. Chad, that's yourself. the one. Like, What's Chad? That's the one. Chad. That's Chad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go Karen. Right. Yeah, okay. Right. And so when you're dealing with more mature white people than what we're dealing with here in Oregon, mm-hmm. who just start melting down and sincerely believing that they have a valid argument at times. You don't have a valid argument. Interesting. Okay. Now, we, don't, we were going to talk about family, and, and we are, yes, right? Yes. And the way that y'all ended up there. But I interesting that, that what you just said to me and what I'm hearing is that, like, I've never, I never thought of it like that. So I'm imagining now, you've lived in Oregon for three years. Yes. So you might be in some culture shock, actually. Yes. Why do we tolerate this treatment? <laughs> you up here like, what the hell is right, going on? Right. Okay. Wow. Why do we tolerate being treated this way? I'm learning at the same time here. I'm starting to see what you, we, what's yes, going on now. We are acting as if we be our own selves. White people are, gonna, are so psychotic, they're going to kill us immediately. That is true. To a certain extent, right, right, that right. is true. Right. And in this immature environment, that is true. So when you're saying immature, meaning the white, white, the white conversation, the white consciousness, the white mindset, the idea that they need to be centered first. Well, you're saying that's immature. Yes. Um, and being the fact, like in in Alaska, where there, where people of color. Indigenous folks, black folks, it can have their sovereign space. Yes. White folks understand that. Yes. Um, they've come to a level of maturity in their yes. consciousness. Is what you're yes. how you're comparing that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. So yes. Okay. So then, um, one of the healing things is an accurate retelling of what has happened in North America. Second solution from the Native first uh, Alaskans Institute up on the wall is. Um, Set or move away from the hierarchy of human value. Right then and there, white culture is eviscerated. Right, right, right. Eviscerated. They start with the truth. Right, (laughs) right. And then two, we're not going to follow this system of hierarchy. Uh Uh-huh. That is natural to white people. Right. Why did you follow that order? Because he told me to. Mm Mm-hmm. That's America right now. Right. The post-general doesn't even order. And we're watching all these people following it. And we're now saying, those of us who are following, are saying, why are you choosing to do that? Right. I'm not choosing to do it. Yes, you are. Yeah. 
No, I'm not. So wait a minute, you can't be an individual when black people get murdered and we're getting tired of being murdered and we tell you we're tired of being murdered. You can't be an individual who can't do nothing, but now you are in the organization and you can't act. Right. You're at the grocery store and you can't implement justice. What's going on? Right. You're in the school and you can't implement justice. What's going on? Right. You're in the street and you can see the police officer hurting somebody, but you can't intervene. You can't. So wait a minute, what's going on? What's going on? Do you have power or do you not have power? Right, right. What side are you on here? What are you talking about? Right. Well, it just depends on who's in the conversation, right? Right. So then that means that you, as the white person in that situation, you are upholding and implementing Absolutely. and being complicit of white, white supremacy. supremacy. That's right. And then when you, they point it out, the thing that seems at the present moment to be convicting them since George Floyd is how white racial innocence. Right, right, right. That is condemning them. Okay, so growing up in 1974, when you have this explosion of cultural nationalism, and it shows up as a dashiki, it shows up as the hair, mm -hmm. it shows up as the sila. Right, right. I'm bad, I'm proud. Right? <laughs> exactly. And that was the music. That was that was the vibe. We were all doing that. There was a djembe. There was a drum in everybody's house, whether you were into Africa or not into Africa, because it was cultural. So out of that space, our childhood was grounded with the idea that I don't know how else to say this. Right. <laughs> I don't know how else to say this. Okay. White people is crazy. Right. Right. And we're not going to act like they ain't. <laughs> Which is what they want us to. It's not act like they ain't crazy. Oh my God. You're they, 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 do. Right. So, so you're, and they want us to walk around and act like segregation never happened. That Ronald Reagan wasn't in, uh, incarcerating people while he's doing it. Kakai, it wasn't them. It was their grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> it was your uncle. That's, that's okay. Right. It's, not, it's not twice removed. Right. It's not twice removed. Right, 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 right. You've got to understand. This is not... Okay. Oh, this is a classic. Okay, I'm going to tell this story. This is a classic. Forgive me. Good. This is a classic. Okay. So, I'm growing up, and because I am Gen X, we are the first... American generation, white, black, indifferent, to ever go to integrated school. My father oh, is yes, in okay. segregated school, so right. we are going through integrated school. Mm -hmm. Our white people in school, because it's integrated, because we're telling the truth, learn that they are white. This is the last thing that they want to be. Mm -hmm. Once they find out in reading the history what's going on, because you get the history three times, like from first grade to second grade, sixth grade. Right, right. Then you repeat that thing in middle school. Then you do it again in high school, like you didn't hear it the first three times. Right, right, right. So by the time you get to high school, the white people are like, I'm tired of hearing about how I'm evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just when like black folks are tired of hearing about how they're slaves. Correct, 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 correct. So they start coming up with defenses. Mm -hmm. So one cat, he goes, because he needs to now say, hey, I got a right to be here on this land. Right. And he come up with this weird argument. I'm just as native as a native people, person. How? That's what they're, well, he, that's this is now. He goes, here's his, his response. Um, my family's been here for five generations. Oh, so before this was a, when this was a territory, before it was a state, your people were here. So you're homesteading. Right. Okay. We're contemporary. So now I went to school with this high, his big brother. So this is now the little brother. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. okay. I don't want to give out names. Right, okay. Right, so right. so C D, that's what I'm gonna call them. So C D is sitting up there making this argument. I was like, yeah, I remember. That was small here. Doesn't your family have a store? Yes. And your parents worked in that store, right? Yes. Okay. Question. Did you ever ask them any questions from the civil rights movement? What do you mean? Did you ever ask your grandparents or your father what it was like to have to legally put up a poster that says no natives or no dogs allowed? Right. Silence. Right. There's no right racial innocence. Mm -hmm. It's right back. Don't, don't, don't talk to me about how right. you're as native as a native person right. when native people don't have that in their, their actions in their family. Right. Right. So what are you? What, what are you? What's the answer? Right. Yeah. And you went quiet. Right. He didn't want to hear that. Right. And he's married to a person of color. So he's literally now trying to show, I'm safe. I'm safe. Yeah. I'm not there. But you're the one running from what's going on. Right. That's not us. Well, it's the true history of what, what, how you came here, how you came power, how did you own the story, how did you be where you are. The true history of how that happened. People want to... It's run that cognitive dissonance. It's that yes. they want to run from the idea that right. they ever did any harm to anyone. Right. How am I innocent? Right. I'm innocent. Right. I haven't done anything. Right. Okay? You're mad at people going to the native hospital. Why? Because you can't go? Right, right. It's really it's free. <laughs> right. Right. Because it's free. <laughs> right. And I'm keeping native people alive mm -hmm. longer than the environmental racism that you're trying to implement through right. public policy that they can't stop. Right. That, you know, okay, so growing up, now you said, when was that? When you were having this conversation, I mean. This so that, that, that is um, Trump era, so that's 2016, I'm having this conversation with him. Oh, okay. So this is not when you were younger. No. Okay. I'm reminding him of our childhood and connection. See, I'm thinking, like, when you grew up, if you're growing up in that environment, that's, like, true diversity. Mm -hmm. You know, like, mm -hmm. actually true diversity and inclusion. That's mm -hmm. actually true inclusion. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Uh, so... And I, I would even dare to say without having the details, it looks like a lot of equity going on too, right? Yes. Yeah. So, so when they say equity, then it's like by the native standard, when yes. they did something called the permanent fund, everyone in Alaska had to get the dollars. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everyone. Okay. Babies had to get the same level check as grandmothers, as adults. There wasn't no age differentiation. Right. That's not... The native standard. Interesting. That's the arguments that white people were making, shut that down. That's not our standard. If you want our vote, you're going to do it the native way. Interesting. Right. Right. We're not talking about shares of stock. Mm -hmm. The same check. For everyone. Everyone. Right. So if it's a 10-person fam 10 family. Everybody's getting that check. Yeah. No, I heard about this check. <laughs> I heard about this. Um, and so, I'm in my mind, like, I'm thinking of you guys moving in. And when you say from Detroit, is that where you're from? We're from Louisiana, mom. Shut the hell up. You're from Louisiana. You're from Louisiana. Oh, Lord. You're from Louisiana. Okay, that, that, that changes everything. Oh my goodness. Oh, I know. Um, yeah, I know Zydeco very well. So, okay, now you're coming. Who 
who's coming from Louisiana? Your parents or their parents? Everybody. When everybody black. Know? Everybody black is concentrated in Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church. Eight hundred families. Some from the military. Some from the pipeline. Some because of the military and the pipeline creating something called economy. Um, there were cement finishers, so it was lots of tradesmen yeah. who came up uh, because you were literally building a city. It started at 50,000, and when I left... Y'all came up to build the city there? Yes. I see. So that's why you guys, that whole pipeline idea was for your guys' families coming up for that very reason. Yes. And, and there was the distribution of dollars into people of color's hands. Well, right. It wasn't just always the white people getting money, no, which I is what that. happens in the lower 48. Right. Like, no matter how much the federal government sets aside, the white people seem to keep getting money and people of color don't get money, even though supposedly there are white people who support people of color right, right, getting right. money. When it comes down to actually doing it, they become too scared of these other white people so they can't implement justice. Right, right, right. right. So that so when you're coming down from from now you're up in Alaska you're yes. you're there yes you're coming up yes going to school yes you decide to come here yes why in the world did you come here because it is very hard to environmentally watch your state die all right so polar bears are starving mm -hmm. the north 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 cap does not exist there is no iceberg on that thing there right. is no ice cap. Yeah. It's all water. Walruses right, right. are committing suicide because they were supposed to be killed by hunters and polar bear and they couldn't make that sacrifice then. So now they're making the sacrifice so that the babies can live. Wow. They are way more civilized than we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're actually physically seeing this. The, I mean, everyone's talking about, oh, it's, uh, the environment's changing and blah, blah, blah. But they're acting like as if it's something that's far off. You're looking at this going, this is every day, this is... This the, 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 we've been actively watching it happen the last 10 years. Right. So it's real hard it's to watch it. Right. You, I mean, we all know about this. Right. You're living in it. Right. I mean, we're here in Oregon and we're talking about the, the changes that are happening in, our, in the land and the weather, and it's way hotter than it used to be, and we have really harsh winters and we have really, you know, mild winters all of a sudden. It's, it's just off. Everything's off. But nothing that I can see like that, where I can look and say, there's no more snow on that mountain, it's just gone. There's no more you know? iceberg. I and when I was there, we walked on that. We can't do that anymore. The iceberg. Yeah. 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 So, it's, no, you can't. So you have to leave because just the environment around you is just, like, falling apart, basically. Right. There you have to, I think the latest thing I read on the news was they are learning how to relocate entire native villages because erosion has um, accelerated the land falling yeah. around them yeah. because the permafrost is melting. So now the what ice underneath the land right. doesn't exist anymore. So now it's becoming now pools it's of water and this is not how they live. And erosion, it, they're supposed to be ice. Right. It's supposed to be cold. Yeah. It's not being cold anymore. It's warming up. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> right. This is what we're talking about. Yes. This is what we're talking about. Right. And so here, it's easy to stay in the white veiled bubble and just block everything out and 
do the um, hippie uh, false manifestation of happiness and it's, it the, bi- it's, the, it's the bi it's the uh, bypassing yes. of all things Correct. negative I'm, yes <laughs> of all things all things negative don't <laughs> oh, tell me about the problem just tell me about the solution all of the things they don't want a solution they just want it to be loved they correct. Like, no. correct I mean right solution and cake takes work they're not co- doing that correct <laughs> correct and it and it and it and it, and it the solution takes ease in the nervous system of the trauma that's in white people. It's, but it's funny that I'm listening to you where you're coming from, your perspective of Alaska, and then your family with Louisiana, and then the, 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 the work and the, the indigenous and the diversity, and inclusion, and equity, all of these things that you've been raised in, your parents at home, the idea of Afrocentrism, yes. the idea of, of uh, black-centered living, the yes. idea of black nationalism, just self-sufficiency, yes. around in the idea of that you've been surrounded by this really deep and underrepresented in the lower 48 uh, diversity, right? There's no way, I don't know anybody um, that can name five native uh, groups in Alaska. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, we could do it here. We know our nine, right. but there's way more than nine that True. live here, right? True. You know what I'm saying? So it, that, what I'm saying is that for you to live in this this very highly diverse um, uh, place and still be able to be very much your guys' self in your household, in your home, and do because that's what's respected. Yes. You know, you're respected to have your sovereignty identity. You're respected to be who you are, yes, yes, who you are, yes, right? Yes. So to come from this space, yes, to this space, yes. Um, like I, now I'm like concerned for you. <laughs> now I turned into like, are you alright? <laughs> That's all because this is this is severe. True. The level of of what you're what where you went to, where you came from to where you are is a severe, sw- like like one eighty. To, to the inclusion and diversity and all of that, it's it's actually like, I mean, it's like I'm thinking of my hand. It's like taking bleach and just this ripping all of it out, and you're coming into this space of just emptiness. And what uh, what I'm looking at is that you're looking at whiteness and the people that you see here, and you're looking at them like they're in pain. Yes. Because they like you 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 said they're immature. Yes. You're ha- you're see- and so you're seeing whiteness in in a way. From a lens that that like I don't even know. I mean, that's to me that I'm thinking now. All of a sudden, like I'm like because when you the way that you describe white pain and their inability to connect to this to this idea of of human, you know, humanity, yes, being, being, being. That that's interesting. Now that now that I'm looking from the perspective when what you're coming from, because it would be very clear. To look at white folks in a way where you're like, I see where you can be, and where how you're yes, not yet there. Yes, yes, and kicking and screaming, kicking and screaming. Right. That's not true about me. What do you mean? Right, right. right. So the idea that, so in, coming from the culture of individualism, connection feels like pain. Right. The fact that oh wait say that again (laughs) coming from the culture of individualism connection feels like pain okay so what we have is they go mathematical because as soon as I said that now we're back in our body don't do that right white person doesn't want to be in their body 
It hurts to be in their body. Mm -hmm. It's the trauma of what you were born into that you're in denial of because Native people are able to talk about their historical trauma. Right. Black people are able to talk about their historical trauma. Mm -hmm. White people, because of the level of denial, have yet to begin even giving themselves the vocabulary to talk about how it felt to implement the genocide and implement Oh God! The enslavement. You jump to like they can't because it, it's the first of all you gotta like you gotta admit that you have a problem. <laughs> hello, hello. You gotta first say I did those things, not I, but we oh, did those things. Right. And so in the Rogue Valley, what that would look like is, and this is where I get into trouble with some of the white people. They'll come to me. They'll talk about reincarnation, which is built into every indigenous right society. Mm -hmm. Okay. Society mm -hmm. is one of the regular ideas. So now they're coming, like Columbus, brand new, want to teach me my own culture. Right, right. Okay? Right. Like we grow up in Louisiana, they bouncing the baby. Mm -hmm. Okay, who are you with? Who just died? Right. Who just died? Oh, what's your Who's showing up right here? That's right. That's, that's right. Okay, that's People looking at the baby like, that's an old soul right there. Right. We, we see who you before. Right. We see. Okay. <laughs> so now we have a white person who didn't grow up with that experience. Right. Who now wants to tell me about reincarnation, and they're going to tell me, I was native in a previous life. Okay, uh, well, I was black in <laughs> a previous life. And we're like, that's not how reincarnation works. That's not how it goes. Nobody talks about it like that except for you. <laughs> what do you mean? I will believe you when you tell me, I remember being my great grandpa and I would rape black women on a regular basis. Right. And every other month with my friends, my cousins who would come in, you can't always would rape black men. Right. Right? And right. you're like, okay, so when you start telling me about those memories, now we're talking about you were reincarnated. Now we're talking some truth. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Connection feels like pain to an individualist because you know what you, this is like almost like uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooker doing one of his promos, I'm sorry, you know what you did, brother. You know what you did. And that being enough to hurt you. Right. Right. Oh, but. The black joke. Man, if I want to hurt your feelings, I just tell you the truth. Everything else is jokes, man. I'm just gonna come on, man. These are jokes. I was just gonna straight up at you. Tell the truth. Right. You know what you did, brother. You know what you did. <laughs> okay? It's so true. it's that part. And you don't want to even acknowledge that. So like to me, what I think is causing the zoomers to like back black people for the first time, and then we're talking about white zoomers. Mm -hmm. Uh, against their older generations is watching the older generations engage in the conscious cultural cognitive dissonance after George Floyd. Right. They saw George Floyd get killed. They saw that white man soothe his nervous system by killing a black person. Mm -hmm. That's white culture. Every white person, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. Okay, well, do you want to read the real history? Right. Do you want to understand? Because no, it's much easier. Well, because it's much easier when you put truth like that in front of the mirror in front of someone and say, "Look at this." It's much easier for them to blame the person holding the mirror. Yes. You see what I'm saying? You triggered me. You put this mirror in front of me. It would, if, it, if it wasn't for you holding that mirror, everything would be fine. No, <laughs> I can still see you. Right, right. And the truth of it is, is that anyone who's holding that mirror patiently and quietly waiting for them to see themselves is actually compassionate. Teach. You know what I mean? That's compassion. 
regardless of how uncomfortable it is for you to see the truth, the fact that the truth person, that we're picking this mirror up and saying, in order for us all to get to this place that you want to be, this anti-racist space, this equity space, we're going to have to start with you. Oh, man in the mirror. Right. I mean, no, but you're talking about black nationalism. The idea was that we're healing. This idea that we're trying to see each other, we're trying to say, you know, you're beautiful. Let's not, let's, oh, let's please, yes. not, please not follow that what you're hearing everywhere you go. Yes. To me and to you, you are beautiful. Yes. Right? And so this idea is is uh, is so scary to white people. To white people, I can't join you in what in your pain with George Floyd. Right. I want you to join me by seeing yourself as Derek Chauvin. I know. Yeah. Like, no way. No way would I do it. There's no way. No, but you know, I, I always, I told people, like, um, we had a conversation at one point, and somebody said, I was so upset when George Floyd died, and I called all my black friends. You know how they, the first move was. And I said, well, did you call your white friends? Oh, Lord. Did you call your white mercy. friends? Oh, my goodness. Because, I mean, why call your black friends? Uh, that you know, we're talking about human beings, right? Connected connectivity of human rights, of right. human existence, right? So why are you calling black folks, right? And not the white folks, right? Because you see how George Floyd is connected to black people, but you don't sincerely believe in the culture of individualism, and you aren't connected to any other white person. Any of those cops, any yes. of those Karens, any of those chefs yes. are not you. Yes, but all of those Mike Browns. You know, yes. uh, Tamir Wright, all that yes. are us. Yes. That's the that is a disconnect, and that's why it's so very hard to for white folks to understand that this conversation about race, this conversation about anti-racism, is is truly about them, and and their disconnection to who they are, who they've been, right? That I love how you described white folks is th with the maturity and the immaturity mm -hmm. because it's growth. Yes. That's all I don't believe they can do. That's all you're describing is yes. growth. Yes. It's not even a pin of bad right. or good. Right. It's a it's an understanding of growth. Yes. Right? Yes. The baby. There's yes. babies in this idea yes. of human of human connection. Yes. Individualism is a very baby idea. Two year olds don't know how to share. Oh my god. Right? My god. I mean you gotta teach a two year old. Where in my in my family we look at my three year old grandson and we'd be like, Look, hey, stop. Put it sit down, put share that block. Oh, don't he doesn't have to share. Yes, the fuck he does. Share the block. You do not hold you have all of these things. You see your brother has none of those things. You need to make sure <laughs> that your brother has something. Don't have all this on your own. You share. This is a community. You take care of each other. That is very little. We do that. He Look, three years old, he's up there, I don't want to share. I said, look, you better change that tone. Three years old, okay? I don't want to share. And then this is what he said. I don't want to hit my blocks. I said, we don't hit uh, when we're angry. Oh, my goodness. I said, we don't hit when we're disappointed. Three years old. We don't. I look at him dead in his eye. I said, look, Anthony, we do not. We. That's not what we do. Right. Now, who is right. me to him? He don't know. Right. We don't do that. Right. And that's what I say to him. Right. I said that shit this morning. Right. <laughs> look, we don't act like that. You upset? Take yourself to your room and lay down. Right. That's what go lay down until you feel better. Right. I don't want to lay down. Oh, look, 
you're not going to talk to me in that tone. Woo! You are upset and you are frustrated. Share with your brother. Give him that block and go to your room and lay down and think about it. Three years old. Now, what you going to do? What, you what said. I said. <laughs> what I said. As he matures. Teach. As oh he matures. God. Teach. This is not going to be an issue for him. Teach. Matter of fact, when he sees his brother without a block, he's going to be like, hey, I got two blocks. You want a block? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Here's a block for you. Mm-hmm. Here's a block for me. Mm-hmm. Right? When he's upset, mm-hmm. he don't think twice about mm-hmm. knocking something over. Because mm-hmm. he's going to be like, that's not, it's not going to solve a problem. I'm going to go down, I'm going to lay it down, and I'm going to think about it. Now, as he matures, those thoughts will get bigger and Uh-oh. deeper and more Uh-oh. profound. Yes. he's processing. Yes. On his own. Yes. That's what, that's what this is about. Yes. That maturity of, of feeling, feeling your own actions, your own accountability, how you show up to this situation. What have you done? You, you see what I'm saying? Yes. At three years old, what are you doing to your little brother? Like all the, holding everything, and he's got nothing. Right. You see what I'm saying? This, yes. this is not a lesson that's complicated, really. True. This is a three-year-old True. who's getting that lesson. True. By five, we're not going to have that lesson anymore. No. <laughs> so, not at all. So it, I love the idea that you use maturity and immaturity. It just takes away the idea that something's bad. You need to learn and you need to grow. The civilization itself. Right? Yes. High civilization, the idea is as a young, United States society is a baby. Yes. Right? Yes. So you're talking about the, the, the being ancient, like the, the, the native land that you're on in Alaska, this is not baby. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Our, our, our mother, mother Africa is not baby. Yes. Right? This year over here, we're still in infancy. Yes. Of consciousness. Yes. You see? So, yeah. So yes. Anyway. So, okay. yes, no, oh my God, like, oh my God, that if you understood the PhD test, no. if you actually understood that, we can go home. We can go, my God, let's go. Because what we're trying to do that with is 198 million white people who are insecure at the present moment. Right. All right. Nobody came and did that service of guidance. Yes. After the civil rights movement. So we're acting as if white people at the Montgomery bus boycott once Dr. King got it through, mm-hmm. somehow they transformed on their own with no guidance out of segregation. Mm-hmm. Just walked out of it. Right. No. They kept arguing from the mindset of segregation as if they were equal to the black people that they have been killing for the last. Right. I'm sorry. Y'all gonna learn. The left side of my brain is Minister Malcolm X. The right side of my brain is Ross Bob Marley. And so Malcolm would sit there and say, "Who is this person for us to be equal to?" Right, 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 right. He's the greatest murderer mm-hmm. on the planet. It's like so. Woman. What you want me to do? Be equal to the murderer? Right. So because he killed George Floyd, should I go kill a white person? Right. That's being equal in murder. Right. Right. We don't want to do that. Right. What do do? That's not no. what we do. That's right. So when we don't do that, we get something called. Moral authority. Why? We're going to heal you. The gene family. Mm -hmm. Heal the gene family. You guys are hurt. She's still hurt. Right. We've healed you. We know how to heal you. Mm -hmm. The court system needs to do its job. Our white friends and family don't know how to heal Amber Geiger. Right. Right. And, And she needs some help. Yes. <laughs> and she needs some help. 
Right, so when she acts uncivilized, but they think this is civilization mm -hmm. by making an appeal mm -hmm. on her murder as if she did not murder a black man. Right, in his home. Correct. Mm -hmm. And then they sit there and say, well, she has a point. No, she doesn't have an argument. Right. She does not have any valid arguments. Right. right, Don't treat her like she has any valid arguments. You must share. Right, that's right. You don't have any valid arguments. Yeah. Your feelings don't matter. Nope. And that's when they start saying, wait a minute, what? Right. Yes, right. you go to jail. Mm -hmm. The term is 17 years or whatever it was. It was something slight on a, a match. Right. Do it. Yeah. After you do that, then come talk to us. Right. But don't come to me talking about you didn't do nothing wrong. Right. Yes, you did. The moral authority, the moral idea of this. this. <sighs> right. We both was in here and was like, Wah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right, right, right. And so, every time this white racial innocence, whenever we hold firm and don't move from our standard, mm -hmm. like you just saying, the white person learns, mm -hmm. they're white. Mm -hmm. And I don't have to choose to be white with you mm -hmm. or argue from the standpoint of your arguments are valid. Mm -hmm. If we just view ourselves as love, this shared space in white supremacy, which and is right. what you just asked me to do. Right. To share space with you in white supremacy. Right. Not right. in the integrity of who and what I am. Exactly. And which But which is well I, I'm trying to take it down to the vocabulary that's okay, understandable. Okay. No, no, Go you're ahead. perfect. Mm -hmm. What you're describing is true inclusivity. Yes. That's what I'm trying that's what I want to be heard. What you just described is what inclusivity would look like. We don't have to share that space in the way that you understand it. Yes. I show up to it. Yes. That's the difference. Yes. And that's where people have a very, very right. hard time. Right. With. Yeah. Right. We, you know, in my anti, in the conversation that I have in my anti-racism conversations, that's almost the last piece that I go to because the idea is so difficult for them to even see that they that that is okay. How is it going to be okay that you're doing things I don't understand? And, and we're supposed to, like, how do we do that? Like, what, what do I do when you're doing what you do? You know, and it's like they literally don't know how to be in that space. And yes. so it's like, it's a level of control. It's a level of, like, individualism actually appreciating someone else without having to take from them. Yes. Or, or even, like, allow, allow us to say what we need. And, or not. We may not need a damn thing. We could be in that space and not need you at all. Is yes. that okay? Yes. For you. Yes. Not, I'm not asking permission. Is it okay for you? Can yes. you deal? Yes. That's a, that's a different question. Can you deal? Because we'll be just fine. Yes. <laughs> you know, but the idea is that having to, to always negotiate that um, is where the trauma comes in for us. Yes. And for what I'm thinking, like, if you coming down here from Alaska being where you're at, from the household in which you grew up in, even the household in which I grew up in, I feel like there's something about the way I, the I feel like I almost grew up biculturally. Yes. Because I had to learn outside of my household. Yes. To how to uh, work in whiteness, and I do it very well. Yes. And sometimes, because of, of the such close proximity to whiteness for so long. I have to double. I gotta go out and double check my black. I'm like, let me get, let me please. Let me oh my god! Let me, let me Teach. get some more. Let me because I'm getting. It's getting. It's getting thin. <laughs> the air is getting thin. I need help. Like you know what I mean? But the people who don't ever get out, you know, that it goes into your head, and then you, 
that's like Get Out. Have you ever seen Get Out? No, oh, yes. the movie is like, and then all of a sudden it ain't coming out right. Like something's happened to you. Like you, you've become, you're you're not in your body anymore, right? You're not in your melanin. You're not feeling your connection to the earth and to the sun. You're not. Woo! You're gone. Teach. Right? Because yes. the proximity has sucked it out of yes. you. So in my when I grew up. Like, it was a very, I think, and I just realized that my mom is a triple Libra. Y'all know I love astrology. Now, it, it makes me feel like the, what we learn to do is balance so fiercely the idea of who we are and who they are and actually how to maintain the balance. Right. Right? You know right. what I mean? And maintaining the balance has been what I think. Now, I've got seven brothers and sisters. The older will tell you something different of their experience with my mom and dad than the younger will tell, you know, that we will tell. But I believe in my, in my synopsis or my summation of how I, what I learned living in the very black household in a very white town was that I, I learned to balance. Yes. Yes. Know, I had to, I really couldn't be, and maybe I could have been, but I, I actually saw myself as like, I really couldn't be what I do at home like I couldn't say what right. I am at home it showed up because it is who I am right I remember taking a like a min, like I don't know like maybe it was a, a test it was, it was some sort of test to find out if we were gifted or not gifted or whatever and like creativity type of thing mm -hmm. and I remember they asked to us to, to write as many things as we could and the average was like four people would have like four pictures like pictures that pop into your head I had 15 right, right. But when I had 15, the pictures that I had, they wanted to tell me that because they couldn't recognize, because I was drawing, I was drawing um, pyramids, and I was drawing- your cultural right? Right, because right. I had theirs. I had right. four, like they said, three or four of theirs, and then I had all this other stuff that I was gonna you know, do. And they were just like, what is all of this? Like, it was like a thing where I had come out from the aliens. Like, you were like, what, what, what is all of this? Right, what is all of this? So anyway, I remember that idea. It comes out of me, the creativity comes out. But I always knew that I could only do this much. Because they can't absorb it. Right. And now that's the common ground that they call for. Well, it was that idea that what, like the, what I told you that my dad would say, you have to, you have to be overstanding right. their position. Right. Right. So right. I didn't even feel the need to have to push it. Got you. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Because it was like, I know, I'm overstanding where they're at. The immaturity. I'm not going to tell a two-year-old that they need to be driving my car. I know they can't do that. But when we do that out in the community, yeah. economically, politically, socially, right. that's when they say, you're being racist. Right. <laughs> yes. What do you mean? Right. What do you mean I'm being racist? You can't do this yet. Yeah. Yeah. You're still trying to get over the idea that you lynched people. Right. You're no. still trying to get no, over the No, you're trying to deny the idea. Yeah. Right, 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 right. You're still trying, yes. Right. That's that trauma coming out where yes. you don't even want to look at it. Yeah, yeah. But you want to talk to me about equality. Right. Oh, I mean, I, unity. I can't even imagine. Like, you know? All of that. They don't get that. It can't, it can't, it's too far of a connection. You have to help connect those things because, like I said, the immaturity, you have to guide it through. Right. You have to help them grow. And the pain and what you're describing to even look at that. I can only imagine if a white family said, you know, if we, if you said to them, you're denying your your complicitness in in uh, lynching, your family's history, historic complicity of lynching, they would be appalled, yes. right? And then at the same time, if anyone actually soaked in that idea, I think the first thing by knowing white folks is they would actually look for the details, 
Was my family? Did my family? I gotta look. They can look into their history and say, back. How we many can't do that. How many generations was I? Re- were we really? No, no. I'm okay because my family was an abo- uh, uh, abolitionist. We're okay. We're good, right? Okay. <laughs> but they need to have that. Yes, 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 yes. Right. And so I get to love, and this is where we had the the the, the cultural stock. Mm-hmm. It would be, uh, especially with Mother uh, 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 Tubman, mm-hmm. Mother, Mother Harry, would sit there and ask him. And I've done this class because so when I come in and do history class or I do the, the, the trainings that you're yeah. doing, I usually got to come in and say everything I can because usually I don't get to come back. <laughs> I'm not saying, right? So I'm gonna ask the question. I say, okay, so y'all know that Mother Harriet worked for the U.S. government as a spy and and freed 700 slaves who were pinned up at one time. Yeah, freed a thousand slaves, would have freed a thousand more. Only they knew they were slaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you think Mother Harriet saw a difference between a white man in a blue uniform and a gray uniform? Right. And they go quick. Well, yeah, because the gray uniform was the Confederacy and the blue uniform was the Union. There I go. Thank you very much for that very white-centered idea. Mm-hmm. You said it from her knowing about white people. Right. Right. Okay. So now you are making the assumption the North was safe and that somehow the Underground Railroad ended in like New York City. <laughs> right. It ended in Canada. Right. in Canada. Right. She saw you the same. You were just in two different right. outfits. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Slavery was all 13 colonies. Mm-hmm. That's why you get it in the Constitution. Right. What? Yeah. Yeah, they all wanted to do this. No. Yes. You can't say that. <laughs> you can't say that. You can't say that. That's hilarious. I'm sorry. It's not that, funny. That's, that's, that? that's, that's, that's the breakdown. No, and you can't true. say that. It's hilarious. Right. But that's the breakdown, especially here in Oregon, where they're walking around. What was it? Here in Eugene, the, the cross burning site. The last time it was burned, it was like 2002. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And they're acting like that didn't affect any white person. I, nobody, like, who knows about that? It was not in the news. Oh. The cops don't talk about that. Oh. Like, oh, the, pe- the lynchings that happened in the park, no one talks about that. Like, you don't hear, it's not in the newspaper. How did we hear about it? Because my sister worked in the morgue or someone was around. But like, it's not because it was, it was like. Right. So. Right. It's not broadcast. It, this is right. KKK land. They do everything under at night and under their hoods. Like it's not something that. Right. So nowadays, some of the offerings that are provided, I almost have to start saying, okay, I know I'm underbidding myself mm-hmm. because I want to do one class where all the students their buy-in to get into the class is i need a story of your family and how they dealt with segregation from the civil rights movement from your father's childhood how did they learn who taught them how to treat negroes right right i want to hear that story if you do not have that story you can't come into this class wow that's the progress like two people correct correct (laughs) correct because now and this is where I want to switch because this is part of the um, this is part of the lessons that came from the household was we're trying to talk about humanity with people who do not have the same reference points that we're 
trying or that they say that they have mm -hmm. okay so what do I mean by that specifically in Alaska native uh, native people were sent to boarding school the part of the reason why they got the land was in 1971, a graduate of that boarding school sued at the Supreme Court level for those 80 million. It was called the Alaska Native Settlement Claims Act. Mm -hmm. Okay, he used white people's knowledge about white people against white people, and because they had just did it to him, mm -hmm. they could not deny right. that he was in using white people's mm -hmm. knowledge. Mm -hmm. Right. In real time. Right. right. He was the byproduct. He survived boarding school. Right. He didn't graduate from boarding He sure. survived right. these white people. Here's the first thing, okay, and this goes around the world to any indigenous system where the Europeans came out and did these boarding schools, because mm -hmm. it was the French, it was the English, it was all white people. Right. It wasn't just one set of white people, like they say, go down to, no, my particular ancestor no, right. didn't do it. Yeah, you're dead, okay? Right. 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 So, the question would be, whether, again, whether it was an aboriginal person in Australia, whether it was a Hindu person in India, whether it was a Bantu person in South Africa, whether it was a Cherokee or, 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 or Mohawk person or Yupi person mm -hmm. in America, they would have them in a classroom. And the white person who was this benevolent teacher who was there to do good would say, people, because he's thinking of them as humans, they're mm -hmm. just darker versions of him. Mm -hmm. Imagine yourself in the forest, alone. Oh shit. <laughs> and the native children would go, What kind of people are you? Yeah. Right. And no one's understanding. No one's understanding from the from the peep from the white person's perspective and the indigenous person's perspective is you can't be alone in the forest. True. And so then when the white person finds that out Here's where the immaturity starts becoming real. Right. And this is where we're trained to, now we gotta help you manage this. Mm -hmm. We are trained, because you don't even know what it is that we know, because as soon as we connect your umbilical cord to the earth, mm -hmm. what are you gonna find out? Right. There's no umbilical cord here. Right, right. Now, if I go back home, who are my cousins? The Nanches mm -hmm. and the Choctaw. Mm -hmm. Do I have them in my family? You best believe those are my cousins. Right. right. So I have an umbilical cord in America. Mm -hmm. The old joke, what do you call 64 white people in a room? One Cherokee. There's no umbilical cord. That's a real joke. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. There's no umbilical cord. Your umbilical cord is in Ireland. Right. Your umbilical cord is in England. Your umbilical cord is not on this land. Mm -hmm. If we start having a real conversation about reparations, we're not having it with our white friends and family because you don't have any say-so over what I really want, which is access to land. Mm -hmm. You're gonna have to give it back to native people and then native, Mike, I'm gonna go to my cousins and have a conversation with my cousins. Right, right. You're gonna be gone, homie, if yeah. you're here. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we're really talking about. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now, I'm growing up and I have, and, it, and we start figuring this out Around the time that the Malcolm X movie was coming out, we start figuring out that our white friends and family did not have connection. Mm -hmm. They had the American flag. Right. 
Then rock and roll, which got stolen. But I was gonna say they didn't right. have that. They, right. Okay, they, they took it. Right, right, right. So the idea that we knew we had something called relationship culture, mm-hmm. a method mm-hmm. of doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and so in black culture, personality reigns supreme, and it's relationship based. Umoja, Ubuntu. I am. By being witnessed by you, made a person through you. Mm-hmm. We are connected. Mm-hmm. This relationship validates my existence, and I'm validating your existence because without observation, you do not have human right. activity. We're being, okay? And then our white friends and family learn we don't have that. It's in relation to others. And everything around you. I yes. Mean, that's the right. Now, if I go over to my native friends and family, they have being culture. Right. All right? Mm-hmm. So, the closest thing in the black community to that being culture is Rastafari. Mm. Be- I can't, I don't know. I won't, right. I'm going to yeah. right. say that again. <laughs> right. So, the original presentation of it is they, before, because they were in the forest and they stayed and learned who they were in the forest without any contact with white people. So when they came out to the city, all they would say to each other was, yes, I, peace and love. So they were known as the peace and love people. Mm -hmm. And then they came up with this thing called I language. And it was all positive. Mm -hmm. So they would hear the white people say, good morning. They were like, I don't see anything good about morning. So I'm going to say grand rising. Mm -hmm. And they completely changed it to where no, we're supposed to just enjoy the earth. Mm-hmm. Enjoy being here. Feel love. Feel this. Mm-hmm. It's super emotion based. Mm-hmm. The very pleasure of watching the sunset is what the human does. I'm just a humble African. Mm-hmm. Some even call me a Rasta man. And it's just going through the earth. Mm-hmm. That's being culture. Right? What we get from Europe, a ma- um, Mar- Arimba Anani calls Yurugu, which is now the hungry, hungry person coming out of Europe, believing that there are limited resources on the planet Earth, and that if I don't take it from you, I'm not going to have. Mm-hmm. So it's always the hungry, hungry. Uh, I forget the name that the native people came up, but it really means about essentially the same thing. Right. The greedy ones mm-hmm. who keep eating and eating and eating and don't ever get satisfied. Right, right, right. Right. So now we're looking at our white friends and family as for real, that's the state and condition that you're in. Mm-hmm. I don't have to take that on. Right. Okay. And so we have these various examples of personalities that didn't do that mm-hmm. Dr. King, right. Malcolm X. Right, Harry Belafonte, yeah, Lena Horn, and we rally these people off, and our white friends and family now have to search through their history and say, we don't have any. Who are the people that are anti-racist? Right. Who are the people who did this? Because on the black side, it's almost damn near 93 percent. Mm-hmm. This is what we've been living. Right. Okay. So coming to our house. And it's lit with laughter. Mm-hmm. And what we learned was black joy triggers white people. Oh, you know, punishable by death. <laughs> yeah. Black excellence triggers insecurity in white people. Mm-hmm. 
It was an amazing increase in self-esteem to learn. You really like scared, right? About me just being, yeah, happy, right? Yeah, knowing who I am, not trying to be dependent on you, right? Knowing damn well that Superman has to be black because I haven't seen a single solar cell that was white, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, knowing this. Being knowing this alternative way of being terrorizes you. Mm -hmm. That's an amazing superpower. <laughs> it is. You think so? To be able to, the fact that four black women can be at a restaurant in Eugene mm -hmm. and the 30 white people be uncomfortable because they are celebrating someone getting a new job. Right, right, right. Or celebrating someone getting a promotion. Yeah. Or celebrating someone graduating from high school. Mm -hmm. And these other white people are uncomfortable and can't even explain to themselves why they're uncomfortable. But you can see that they are uncomfortable. So what are you going to do? Get even a little bit more lit. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. And enjoy yourself. Like we're supposed to enjoy right. ourselves. Right. Right? And so we would get into the newspaper every year. Self-esteem boost again. For what? Kwanzaa. And the white people would be like, what's Kwanzaa? Oh, that's a culture that came out in 1965 by Mount Long We can rattle off the origin mm -hmm. of it and hear the principles and the fun. I don't have a culture. Yes, you do. Your culture is genocide and enslavement of human bodies. And so you want to have access to human bodies and break human bodies whenever you start feeling any kind of emotional discomfort. Right. That's your culture. Right. No, it isn't. And they're like, wait a minute. That can't be right. So, okay. I, I mean, I go back further, and I don't know that we have time, and I'm thinking about, like, when I'm thinking about the conversation I had with my dad last week after my show, and we were talking about um, biblical, the, the, the 42 uh, negative confessions versus the 10 commandments. Oh, yes. And so, uh, and so the idea that they're, uh, the, the, what exactly with what you were just explaining, with the 10 commandments being what it is and 40 negative confessions, the perspective in which those things are coming oh, from. Oh, I, yes, yeah. did not cheat. Right. Someone at the shop. Right. I did not lie to my mother. I did not lie right. to my father. Right. I did not. There's a connection there. Right. Right. A negative right. confession. I mean, that's a negative confession, right? Right. But a commandment, as if there's someone to control who you. Who you so there's a difference oh. in how that perspective even happens. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. And that, that goes part. way further back. Right. That part. Right. That goes that way part. further back. Yeah. That part. <laughs> That comes, you know, that comes from the essence of melanin. I mean, that comes yes. from, you know, the connection to the higher being, yes. period. Yes. How are you actually working within this system because you are part of it? Just like that whole that whole indigenous idea of how can you be alone in the forest? Yes. You can't possibly be alone in the forest. Yes. There's trees, there's dirt. Yes. Remember? Yes. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. And then right. what you're going for really now, okay, the top hotel to them, and that I have a relationship from this physical plane to the plane that I cannot see right. that we're pulling substance from. Exactly. As above, so below. So, right. so if I treat people down here a certain way, 
what is the correspondence from the source? It's called spiritual. You see, what I'm saying right. it's all connected. Yes, you can't be you can't be spiritually bound to something that you're not spiritually working through. Like it's yes, it goes back and forth. Yes, right? and so like, what you are doing here is directly connected to what you, what has been done and what is do, what is happening. Yes, and so the culture helps you make meaning out of your human experience right. through your personality, and you know that you are not alone. So when you feel emotional. <laughs> pain right it isn't torture because mm -hmm. if you just feel pain for the sake of feeling pain without any meaning it becomes torture right but if it has meaning mm -hmm. then it becomes a transformative story and a, a, <laughs> then it becomes growth see and this is the difference in the household like we come back to <laughs> yes this is how this works yes and so it's yes. fundamentally different yes that's the, that's yes. the whole point yes <laughs> Yes, and so the more that we have space to be ourselves and be protected from the trauma that is in our white friends and family who see us being our own selves and then see the contrast instead of them taking that feeling of contrast that discomfort going to each other right. and building the culture mm -hmm. that they need in order to not tap into that ancestral grief and pain right. from the genocide and the enslavement right. create something new mm -hmm. but they got to do that work and that's what this time period is asking for is for white people to go off and do that work that is left over from the civil rights movement. Mm -hmm. You gotta do more than read Chaos or Community, Where Do We Go From Here by Dr. Martin Luther King. You gotta do more than quote the book. You gotta do more than quote Dr. King. You actually gotta do what Dr. King asked you right. to do right. in the book. Right, right. <laughs> but you know, it goes right back to the beginning of our conversation. You having to, white folks having to look at themselves complicated, it's painful, it's traumatic, it's the truth of, of white history is painful and traumatic. Not only for the people who endured it, yes, us, but the people who were infli inflicting it. For whatever issues that they had, mentally, uh, you know, societal, whatever that was about, genetically, <laughs> going back further, further and further back to the the genetics in the, in the uh, the, I don't want to say mutation because that doesn't sound right, but like, you know what I mean? But like, the way that white, okay, the way that white folks have come to being, right? right um, there are things there that have been hidden from even, from white people because it's painful. So what we're saying is that without, with, to maintain growth, yes, you ha to, to even establish growth, you have to face the pain. Yes. That's yes. for anything. Yes. It's for everything. Yes. You know what I mean? Every single thing. Yes. So, and once you do that, you'll start to see patterns and you'll start to learn how, why things have been, uh, have been able to be created and sustained in the way that they are sustained. You'll see it. You know? It's just, it's, it's hard work, but it's necessary work. So the dream that they gave us, and then we can go home. Yes. The dream yeah. that they gave us was... What is it like to go to school and to literally just be going to school? Right. What is it like to go to the grocery store 
and to literally be just going to the grocery store. Right. You're not managing white people. Right. How do you live your life without having to take into account all the time right. you surviving white people? Right. Okay? And so that is the world that we're working towards that they gave us as we could bring into being. Right. So it wasn't anything of victimhood. Okay? The healed, what we learned was the healed black person triggered the unhealed white person. Right. And the healed black person is able to remain alive. Mm -hmm. And in remaining alive, they can go to the next level and self-actualize. Mm. And it is the space of us reaching towards self-actualization that is the adventure of black people going to the next horizon of humanity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Right. So then it's like, we learn how to sing and write our songs as if joy is the point of it. Right. Not surviving white folk. Right. Right. Or exactly. protecting ourselves from white folk. Right. Right. We get to come up with solutions within our own community like the Black Panther Party and the Breakfast Program. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And then they will wake brothers up. No, man, I'm tired of seeing you in unemployment. So here's what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. This house over here, we, here we found out that the homesteading law, that if we get a dilapidated home and we fix it up, we it becomes ours. It becomes ownership. So you know what you're going to do? What? You're going to learn how to swing a hammer. You're going to learn how to put this nail here. You're going to learn how to measure it. You're going to learn how to And it wasn't a question of, um, well, what if, what if white people don't like us doing this? Right. Um, then they're going to learn what the law is. Right. Okay? Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah they can learn. And... Why are you still talking to me? Like, you need to be here. <laughs> Why are you still here? Right. Well, yeah. Well, you don't even think about worrying of the reaction. You implement the solution for your community. Mm -hmm. And what we end up finding out is the white people are just watching us the whole time because they don't know what to do. Right. So we can now, in 2020, rather than keep dealing with this bleeding off of our energy, begin implementing the solution, the Rite of Passage program, mm -hmm. the Kwanzaa celebration, mm -hmm. <laughs> the birthday celebrations. Mm -hmm. We can begin taking care of ourselves and taking care of ourselves, that is enough. We do not have to keep expending all this energy trying to heal people right. outside of ourselves. Right. Because in healing ourselves, we become the medicine of contrast right. for those who are watching to heal themselves right. if they would just do what it is that they see us doing. I'm gonna say this and then I'm done. <laughs> right? It's back to three, it's back to three. Malcolm, black nationalism, mm -hmm. would come to his teacher, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and he would be frustrated, be mad. You know, leadership, black people wear you out. <laughs> you know that. I can tell them what to do, they don't want to do it. I don't Elijah Muhammad, since he's been doing this for so long, would be like, Malcolm, clean your glass. And once you clean your glass, the people who are sick mm -hmm. will find out that you're not sick because they can see you're having a different experience than they are. Instead of you telling them that you're drinking out of a clean glass, mm -hmm. wait for them to ask you what you're doing different. 
Then mm-hmm. you just show them the clean glass. Right. It worked. Right. <laughs> right. We got to We got. Yeah. All right. I was just gonna say. I like. There's so much under white supremacy that requires healing from everyone involved. Yes. You know what I mean. Yes. And it's important that. Yeah. Exactly what you're saying. Black folks, we gotta. We have to be. Uh, gentle with each other mm-hmm. and responsible for you know for the clearing the pathway for each other yes right yes um, and uh, really the idea is that in this all this trauma that black folks are going through white people in the proximity that we're here you know because there's not there's not this this inclusivity mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. the support that white people are giving black folks it's like that's great right um, but what I need, what I hear, and what I'm seeing, and what I, and what I promote, really, mm-hmm. is that white people individually do your work too. Yes. You know what I mean? And and it's not. It's it's like we've said this a couple different times in the last fifteen minutes. It's painful work. <laughs> you gotta face it. You know what I mean? And it's okay to be distraught about it. Yes. You know, we we have learned how black folks have learned how to work and walk in, in everyday, like you're describing, going into the store. How do you manage these things, mm-hmm. right? This is an everyday oppression that we have learned to manage and still be pleasant. Mm-hmm. Right? Teach! Right? So you can do the same. Yes. You know, you can go through these uncomfortable feelings and be still manage yourself, still be pleasant, understand. It's like I wonder, that, and like I go back to the black household, I wonder what conversations that you're having with your children. Because my children are hearing the conversation I shared with you. Yes. We do this. Yes. We act like this. We don't accept that yes. behavior. Yes. You know? So my little boy would come in and I'd be like, oh, so this little boy at school going to get his butt, you know, hey, you're going to get attacked. We don't act like that. <laughs> we don't act like that. You see what I'm saying? Right. You, we need to get bring it together because you're a part of a family here. Bring it together. You know what I'm saying? That when you tell a three-year-old to get himself together, he don't know what you're talking about, but he knows he sees you, and you're standing here like this, and I'm there's no emotion. I'm looking at him like get it together. Oh, oh, oh. he gonna look at me like oh, I'm supposed to be like this. Oh, oh, I'm okay. supposed to straighten up. Guidance. Yes. See, like, Help. It's like little man. It's gonna get to the point where see what's gonna happen is <laughs> see, um, grandma's gonna look at mom. <laughs> mom is gonna look at grandma. Then grandma's gonna look at you. You're gonna look at mom, and then you're gonna get up and make grandma a plate. Right, right. But you know, the truth of it is, is the truth of it is, uncle gonna step in and go, "Come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. Come on, man." The first right. couple times to tell them, that's what that look looks like. That's what you that look means. That's what that would mean. They didn't say anything. That you gotta get that faster from us. They, 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 they don't know. That's not gonna happen. Isn't that funny? But it's true though. It's like how the family how the family co- like yes. comes around yes. our babies, how yes. we teach them. Yes. We're that's the family, yes. that's a black family that unit. Is, yes. It's a unit. Yes. You see what I'm saying? We're yes. raising from, as a as a group. Yes. How, understand how these dynamics work. You're a part of these things. You see, right. that's a different perspective. Right. You know, right. You and the p- white folks at home, I don't know that they're doing that with their children, where they're actually a cohesive group, and that's how you work amongst the group. It's more like right. the individual. Correct. Right. 
So anyway. <laughs> okay. Did you have anything to say before we... I'm going to go oh, through the no, Thank you guys for watching and holding on with us. Asante, yes. asante. That means thank you very much. Okay, anyway, okay. I love y'all. This is Black Girl from Eugene. See you next week. Yay!